Tony Mestroff, the Manly CEO, doing great things down there at Brookvale, just back from America, where they have done some terrific work trying to secure training fields and the logistical side of the Las Vegas venture in uh, February. Tony, good morning. Good morning, gents. Thanks for having me on the show. Are you a Jets man, Tony? <laughs> of course I am. Good man. Good just like Muhammad. <laughs> Yeah, there's nothing I don't miss. <laughs> hey, Messi, you've just come back. You went over there with uh, John Bonacera, the football manager, and Anthony Seabold, the coach. Just run us through what you got through over there. You Obviously, uh, looks like you found some grass training fields in Vegas, which is a uh, wonderful uh, bonus. And uh, you also got to some sporting events where you took a bit out of those as well. Yeah, we did. Um, obviously, it was, it's just really difficult to get information out of Vegas. It was even... Um, the NRL was struggling. So um, speaking to Scott Penn, our chairman, um, you know, we were keen on going over to secure that as well as visit some American sporting facilities and sports themselves. So we we first went to New York. Um, it was great to catch up with our chairman, Scott Penn, who does live there. Um, and obviously Anthony, John, Scott and I were able to speak about the Seagulls and um, what the future looks like. We also went to the Brooklyn Nets, who were guests of them. We went to their facility. That was amazing, just the learnings. You'd know Bulldog being over there. And then we went to the LA Rams, um, which is just exceptional. The Sci-Fi Stadium is a is a place to behold. And um, also went to UFC, um, the High Performance Institute in Vegas. So all in all, there was plenty of learnings. But along the way, we were able to lock in a weights facility at UFC um, for three sessions and also now a soccer field. Um, which Anthony Seabold's extremely happy with. So it was a bit of development, but also the most important thing was to lock in our training facility and grass. It's a grass soccer field, um, more than adequate facility. So where all in all, it was a really, it was a positive trip. Tony, it's Neil Breen here. I, I can't believe, like, like there's two competition points on the line, right? So everyone thinks it's a regular NRL match, but I can't believe the effort you're all putting in. Like, like it's an enormous undertaking what all the clubs are doing. It really is, Neil. And in all honesty, um, you know, we want to be pioneers. We want to support the game. I've gone down the record before that we're right behind this and our obviously owner and chairman behind it. But honestly, it's increased our workload by 30%. There's just no doubt. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's about getting your corporates there as well. We've got a, a whole bunch of corporates that are going as well. Obviously, the players, we are there to get two points. Um, and that's the most important thing. But yeah. also, it's a life experience. I mean, we're talk about the players, um, you know, in Vegas. And we saw the pitfalls, right? And um, we had a contact over a guy called Tom Cable. He was um, a Super Bowl winning coach. I think he was defensive coach for the Seattle Seahawks. And he went through the pitfalls of Vegas. He lives there. So that's another thing. We're, we've obviously got our security guard, Mick Mulligan, who yeah. um, also travels with the Australian side. So that's another factor. And that's a little bit stressful um, in the fact that There'll be four teams there at once. We're going. We're staying in Vegas the whole time. But all in all, it is a big undertaking. But we get the bigger picture, and we're all supporting that. Yeah, Messi. I just wanted to point that out to some fans too. That not all the sides are staying in Vegas uh, for the week, Brini. I think the Broncos are staying uh, in North LA, up near Malibu. Yeah. I think the Roosters are in South LA, and the Bunnies are staying in San Diego. Yeah. And I think they all go to Vegas on the Thursday. But Messi, as you're about to tell us, you are the only club to actually base yourself in Vegas for the entire week. We are, and there's a number of reasons for that. And we we discussed this um, at length. And 
the biggest thing is we didn't want the team to come into Vegas. They're young men, and, and, and Vegas is obviously the bright lights in the strip and so on. We didn't want them to come on Thursday and go, wow, we're in Vegas, where are we going to go? We we want to get that out of the way. We're getting there the previous Thursday, yeah. um, and we're going to get the night out, out of the way, then we get on with business, and that's the way we've kind of approached it. Also, from a high-performance point of view, we've got a, a new head of high-performance, John Clark. He's from England Rugby Union. He's been there for six years, and he's more than um, knows the travel pitfalls of um, soft tissue injuries and so on. So we don't want to travel around. Um, so we want to stay in the same place. So there's the injury factor, but also the bright lights, which we're going to get out of the way early and then just get on with the business. Where do you stay? Like, all the hotels are on the Strip. Uh, are there places you can stay that are away from the Strip, or is it just discipline from everybody? <laughs> like, where do you stay? So, 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 isn't it, so part of the reason we went there as well is some activities – um, for the boys, and I mean like golf and, and, and shows and other things that don't involve the strip. So yeah. we're, we're all, all the teams are staying at Resort World, and we're staying at Resort World from Thursday. So Resort World's about a kilometre out of the strip. Yep. Um, it's the Hilton and Conrad. So it is far enough um, distance to keep the boys out of trouble. Obviously, you can go there and have access there, but the NRL, I think, have done really well to keep the teams away from there and then it just comes down to how you're going to keep them busy um and we we're doing that um we've obviously got a number of people on the ground to help us with that and you know you've got to remember as i said before it is a life experience and they need to enjoy it we've actually said that but you know they've got a responsibility to the club and the nrl um to, to behave so it's just that fine balance and um you know if it's to go on for years we need to get that right Messi, I assume you were there. I know Anthony went to watch uh, LeBron play. Um, I was there. Yeah. Tell us about the experience, mate. What was it like watching the great man uh, ply his trade? It, it was amazing. I mean, the, you pinch yourself every time you go to the games. As you know, Bulldog, like the, the game day experience is just superb. When you get someone like that, we were we actually went to the Rams game on the Sunday afternoon and we, we actually purchased tickets and said, let's go and watch LeBron play. And you wouldn't believe it. It came down to two seconds to go and he's uh, he's drained it to win the game for them. So that was an experience and a half just to see him wanting the ball and you know, the clutch moment. Um, I think he's 39 years of age just to drain that. You know, you want your best players to get the ball, don't you? Yeah. At crucial periods of in rugby league. And, and he got it. That was just something we won't forget and part of. Our development is interesting, Bulldog. I read your article. I thought it was so good when I was over there about the American sport experience. I mean, we need to embrace more of it. I've got so many learnings I'm, um, I've brought back to man and I've already met with my team and things I want to implement. But if we can embrace their attitude about entertainment, it's absolutely superb. Tony, you're 100% right. And I, I was I saw LeBron play twice. Once at an Olympic Games, I saw him once at Madison Square Garden in 2018, and and it's amazing. But when you go to those American sport events, some of the entertainment they provide for the crowd is really simple, like firing t-shirts into the crowd. Everyone yeah. goes bananas. Everyone goes, and you know what? It, it's not a budgetary point of view, and this is the point I want to make. Yeah. It, it's absolutely a mindset. And, and I said to my staff, I said, we've got to start thinking differently. It is all about the music. It is all about the atten- entertainment. And yeah. we just need to change our mindset. It's not about money. It's just the way they give their fan experiences to everyone on game. The merchandise blew my mind. I mean, 
the stores were so busy and people are struggling in the States, as you know. Like, there's so many homeless in different places, which shocked me. But Shocking. there's still the merch stores are absolutely packed. So it's about p- selling and pitching that entertainment life and lifestyle experience. And so, look, I, as I said, I, I brought back the Miami some, some real changes we want to make, and um, I'm going to implement them next year. Great. Messi, that column I wrote, which you mentioned, I, I didn't want to force Americanisation down the NRL's throats. The point I was trying to make, and hopefully it read this way, was that let's just have a discussion. Let's just not live on what we've got. We can always be better. We can innovate. We can explore. And if there's any place to explore when it comes to sport and a bit of razzmatazz, it's America. Exactly. And and I I think you're right. That word, innovation, is, is the word, I reckon. We've got to look at more innovative ways. Obviously, the game itself, let's leave that be. But the entertainment off the field, we've got to look at. We've got to look at different things to make the game more exciting, and they've captured that market. I mean, you've seen the tailgate plays. They couldn't get into SoFi. I mean, that stadium, the LA Rams, is just state-of-the-art. Oh, it's unbelievable. There's many many people outside in in the car park. I mean, it's amazing, and the entertainment. So we just need to take a little bit. I I was at the CEO meeting on um, on Thursday, and I encourage every CEO to go to America and and have a look. Some have obviously been there, but... um, they need to go and have a look and see what they're doing and bring it back and let's make the game better. That's all. All we're saying is let's innovate and make it more exciting than it already is. Exactly right. Well, Tony, thanks so much for your time. Things look like they're going fairly steadily at Manly. There's been headlines elsewhere, but Manly smooth sailing for the time being. Is that correct? Or? <laughs> it is correct. We um, Anthony Seabold's been there a, a year now and... Um, you know, now obviously there's been a, a transition last year. We've actually um, turned over ten or so players. We've got we didn't have depth. Um, we needed depth. Um, we've done that. We've signed some really good players. We're pretty excited about Luke Brooks coming to Manly. He's hit the ground running. Um, you know, every every uh, CEO and coach says, you know, we've had a we're having a great off season, but truly we're a year ahead of where we were. Um, you know, when Anthony just came there. So look, without putting any pressure on us, um, you know, in injuries where. We look to have a stronger season and build on what we did last year. We missed the eight. We all know that. So um, we're pretty confident that we've um, got the right squad to um, make an impression next year. Onwards and upwards. Tony Mestroff, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Neil. Thanks, Bulldog. Thanks, Messi.